0: And welcome to Upstage Downstage With me, Richard Platt, seated in the upper circle And me, Stephen Rees, uh, seated in a cheap seat This is the theatre podcast where we discuss productions we've seen Things we've liked and may not have liked Giving our complete unprofessional and non-biased opinions So grab a brew, take a seat and let's raise that curtain On today's episode will be discussing Cluedo, the current national touring production that we saw at the Theatre Royal Nottingham on the 4th of March 2022. This brand new comedy thriller by Sandy Rustin is based on the screenplay by Jonathan Lynn, the cult classic 1985 film Clue and the Hasbro board game. So Richard, what's it all about? As the well-known guests arrive at a
1: party at Body Manor, they're surprised to find they've all received the same invitation from a mysterious Lord Body. Secrets are revealed as the the hysteria ensues whilst the inhabitants of body manor are suspiciously killed off with a variety of familiar weapons
0: so with all that said let's Except- set the scene so richard what was your first impressions of the set and the layout would you think,
1: well i think straight away we knew we were in cluedo because the yeah. set was spot on oh, as in, it
0: was phenomenal it, it was, was
1: gorgeous it was based on the entrance hall to the manor yeah and all the rooms were off it and it was grand, however, it didn't give you much to imagine how it was gonna play out once you started watching it. So you walked into just the entrance hall. So I think it was really clever with the way that it evolved
0: so from that. It had the main door at the rear at the centre of it, but then it had other doorways. And was it about six in total? Yeah, it was a play of it was a production of doors, really. Just yeah, and, a lot of doors. And, and paintings of pictures and, and things as well. So going to see it, it was very tall as well, the set was.
1: Yeah, very. It was imposing on stage. You felt like yes, you were in the That's it. You definitely yeah. felt like you were in the entrance hall to the uh, to a grand manor. And
0: it did what it needed to do. It yeah. set the scene. We yeah. knew exactly where anymore. we were. We knew what was coming and the rest got more intriguing the more yes. the different scenes played out and the yeah. more the set got changed. But we'll discuss definitely. that later on. And what was great about this set was every time they went into a scene change, part of the wall opened up which included the door yeah. and was it, opened the door open a wall out yeah and you saw inside that particular room
1: yeah it wasn't a full room but it was the suggestion of each room that they were in the which,
0: study which, the billiard yeah, room the it, kitchen it had all the
1: cliches and all the
0: expected elements
1: of the cluedo board game
0: it helped draw you into the production yeah and when they had the banqueting scene the hall doubled up and made for this i suppose this really odd scene where they all sat at the table yeah and there were going to eat their supposed meal but it was setting up of something's going to happen yeah like a murder is going to take place and then it didn't no
1: and I think there's also I think the banqueting scene that was probably the one that felt a little bit off because you were still in there there was no scene change regarding the main entrance hall the table was set up in the entrance hall there was nothing flown in that could have actually just changed the view of the room you felt like they just set the table up and they set the table up facing the audience rather than a table with people around it. And I think that was a misjudgment as well. I did like, however, where they had to run off and find all the chairs. See, that and, was good. When know, that vet was says... really clever. Oh, if... it wasn't a
0: vet, was it? It was, a... it was Wadsworth. It was the cook. Yes, it was a call. So get your chairs. And that yeah. was good And I, th- I they think wheeled if, the table If the in.
1: table had been set out in such a way that it was from downstage to upstage and the characters had just sat around in a horseshoe setting, it would have worked better. But instead, it was very much a long table with everybody facing the audience. And I think it just had a little bit of an effect that it felt sort of last minute decision. But it,
0: overall, the sets really worked. Yeah, that particular scene, it felt was the obvious thing to do when you're doing a table with a load of people sat around it. It felt more like The Last Supper when actually it was That's what I was going to go to. It felt like it was set up to impersonate The Last Supper because that's probably what it's going to be for one of these characters. But the way that particular scene carried on, they were setting it up so they were discussing about something in the drink something in the food each character had something where they were suspicious of someone else and it just it seemed padded because these characters had just come in but they don't know why they're there but why would they be suspicious of other people so soon and why would they have that scene I think that was just a, a written way of setting up the audience as this is what's going to happen
1: and maybe that leads us on to the next section onto yeah. the writing because you sort of used the word padding
0: there was an awful lot
1: of there padding. Was A lot of padding. There was a lot of padding. I do think that it started well. It started really promising, but there was moments in the towards the middle of the first act that you felt like you lost a few of the characterisations. It felt a little bit like we went a little bit sideways at times. I think it felt a little
0: bit carry on Cluedo. Yeah. And in the second act. I think it was the second act where Mrs. White just kept repeating a word it was like I can't remember I
1: think there was moments where there was a lot of repetition to the point of where you felt like yes they were doing it for comedic effect however it got to the point where it wasn't as funny as it maybe started to be three or four times
0: and it's funny by the fifth or sixth seventh time it's lost its impact and now it's just okay you've just wasted five minutes of stage time and this is a production
1: that was a very short production it was over a lot faster than I expected and I think that's what made it feel like it had been padded out it may be only one piece of theatre but it was actually felt dragged which
0: out which is a shame it. because it's a really big title it's a really big yeah, play it's it had a really so big... much going for it yeah and, and people love the movie because that's like a court with yeah, like Tim Curry definitely. that's a really good thing and, and everyone loved those characters because we've all probably played the game yeah. like Monopoly you know Cluedo's the next one yeah. that you, you always play so we know the characters were familiar with it. It was also like a TV show. So you know what you're getting up to. You know it was like a whodunit murder mystery. Yeah. But it did get padded out to the max. Yeah, it was. It was Unfortunately. A lot and also another thing that I will say, there was a scene between, I think, Colonel Mustard and also Reverend Green where they inclinated that Reverend Green was gay, but then Colonel Mustard denied it outright, yeah. which got a laugh. Because it was one of those where he says he isn't, but actually we're laughing because because he clearly was or hiding something. But if this was like a new rewriting of a play, updating it, why didn't that lead anywhere?
1: Yeah, and that and that was it. That's that's exactly it. it. And then it never came up again. No, exactly. It was that never used. Was there was a there was a really good scene that it could have been used again, where they were all chasing each other through the doorways, and there could have been a little moment that could have nodded to the past, to the actual conversation, where they could have they could been, have been in a the bit of hanky room, panky hanky or something, a bit of fun, just to give an audience laugh, and it, it never happened, and you felt like what was the point of raising it in the, in the early stages if it actually never got used again, and it, it just felt a little bit it,
0: lost. It felt you because if you're not gonna it, explore that and make it positive then in a way it's like a slur yes yeah definitely. well what's wrong with that person being that way inclined definitely then you know because you made the audience laugh but now now there's a little bit of it just it just felt like it's been thrown away
1: and it was almost like it was a post-it note on the wall of writing the script and it was used but then it was forgot, forgot to that, carry on forgot to yeah. carry it on
0: yeah carry on the carry on and there was another bit as well yeah, there was
1: a there was a poker <clears throat> against political parties and against Tories and the joke didn't fall the way it was probably intended and wrote. There was no audience reaction. And I wouldn't say it was insensitive, I think it was just ill judged in the writing
0: particularly in this like climb because a a lot of places do like to be on the labour bandwagon and start bashing the Tories for this that and the other but you come out to get away from all
1: that nonsense particularly now everybody wants to actually be entertained rather than be reminded of sort of things
0: and uh, one of the characters was it Reverend Green he was a Tory I think but then one of the jokes just ended up being bashing it So, so that particularly didn't make sense
1: no and I think it was just the audience reaction showed that it was ill judged and it could have been differently to still have an effect but it does question whether there was a lot of editing on the script with an audience in the room done in isolation so that did it need editing
0: at all i mean let's at the end of the day it was padded out to the max they probably kept it in exactly and just to fill up another five minutes to be honest so yeah with the writing it, it was funny yeah definitely but it was one of those it was it, it, was, was, it was it was
1: it was funny relying on slapstick, and I think that was the yes, problem. Yeah, there was too much. Y- you expect with Cluedo and a, a murder mystery almost to have a little bit of intrigue or a little bit of twists and turns, and it felt more like they were relying on the slapstick effect than stagecraft than the actual storyline. And I think that there was no strength in storyline at part of parts. That's not to say that there were some good performances and some funny performances, but it was just as a whole piece. It's, uh,
0: so, do you think yeah. it was well directed?
1: In parts, yeah. I think ah. I think there was a lot of things where they did a lot of work. There was a lot of physical theatre and I do think those bits were really, really good. However, I think some of the principal cast could have been directed a little better, but that may be down to them their acting ability. Yeah, no, I'd I think, agree yeah. with that.
0: I think there's a couple of scenes where you could obviously see that because they were speaking and they'd been stood in a particular spot for a while, yeah. they moved to then say the same line, which kind of just looked a bit am-dram. It's like, yeah. There was a lot of semicircling. There was yes. a lot of moments where they all stood around in a. When they were a, sat in the. I think it was a bit where they were sat in the seats and they all had their um, the boxes of yeah. the, the rope, the dagger, the candlestick, yeah. and, and the spanner, and the, the revolver, and the pipe. And they just seemed to, when they were discussing that, they moved just because it was static, basically. Yeah, it so was. they had to move. And yeah. I, I hate them kind of things. Yeah, I think they were. You know, because it looks awkward.
1: But I think because we didn't know much about the. Characterizations at that point it just didn't have a full place in the performance and I think that was why it felt a little bit disjointed at certain points
0: however not to be too negative about this you know it was a familiar play it was a comedy we knew it was going to be a comedy this is just the kind of thing we needed to get back, bums in seats back into the theatres and it made me laugh it entertained me it was nothing more than just whimsical yeah exactly and actually I did like the majority of the directing I I thought the pacing of the scene change yeah. The, the to and fro from the rooms even the characterizations of those uh, the smaller parts not like the main yeah, ones definitely. As Mrs Plum yeah. Mrs White yeah. not Mrs
1: Plum the Plumb. ensemble um, yeah. were brilliant at uh, character changing and just making the production scene bigger than just the, the main characters on stage it sort of added more to it
0: and, and it got, added humour on it as well yes exactly and to be honest I don't think it was I wouldn't say it was badly directed no no, no. I, th- I thought it was no. really well directed maybe if you twist weeks but then that's just me being pernickety about I just can't stand also, it when you people can't just direct, move for the sake yeah, of it because it's a static scene exactly
1: and also you can only direct with what writing you're given so you know at the end of the day yes there, there's limitations and always you know there's only so much you can do with something if there's certain areas that can't be improved then you've got to make it what it isn't and I think they did a really good job of doing that
0: and also was it the cast that brought something well, exactly. to it because I have to say a lot of the cast in this one was just on fire yeah, Literally, definitely. they were like uh, passing the ball. It was electrifying yeah. in terms of they knew what they wanted to do yes. and they had fun. They you knew their journey. They, they knew the journey yeah. through
1: the production.
0: And it was so energetic, especially calls out, I suppose, to, to Wadsworth when he had to oh, yeah. do the reveal. Definitely. And also Reverend Green as well. There was, that character was definitely the slapstick yeah. of uh, this one. Now, moving on now. Do you know what we're here for? Here, here for the for drama. drama. Now, performances. We've touched upon this recently. Now, were there any you thought was good, bad, outstanding performances? Because I know I had a few. Yeah. I have to say it. I'm sorry, I'm going first. Do it. I need to say it. I was a little let down by Michelle Collins and Daniel Casey, the two big named stars of this show. Yeah. Yeah, disappointed there. However, the outstanding performance I have to give credit to was Judith Amsenga. Mrs. Peacock, oh, yeah. she was amazing. And totally. also, Wadsworth. Wadsworth was just Jean-Luc, outstanding. jean Oh, the energy and the characterization. I think he came from a, um, it seemed like a mime background. I think as well he was the linchpin in the whole production. With the hand movements yeah, it, and, and the smallest little details. Being the, being the sort
1: of Wadsworth, the sort of butler character, he was in virtually every scene and he was the glue that held the whole oh, production together definitely. at the end of the day. But he took that glue and used it very well to keep
0: everybody together. And, so entertaining and, then, yeah. and you were like hooked. You just wanted more Yeah, of definitely.
1: Him. Yeah, and he broke the fourth wall at the right points when yes. he reacted with the audience. It was a masterclass in how to break the fourth wall. Oh, right? definitely. Yeah. It, and you
0: needed that because you needed to be on the side yeah. of uh, Wordsworth. definitely and to be honest even the ensemble they were really good you know yeah. in their particular characters because a lot of them doubled up
1: yeah always all, all the way through it was very evident that they'd done a lot of character work on the ensemble that added so much more than even though they played mo- multiple characters they knew how to change into those characters and that was vital and as what's well.
0: quite sad about this I know we've just reviewed another play and this might will come into it because we've just had like 2 years of uh, a pandemic so a lot of actors have been out of work and i can't help think that Michelle collins and daniel casey just even though i felt they they let it down they're not rememberable performances no now oh, are we going to blame that on um, being out of work but then, but then what then about the it, rest of them but then is it by writing because
1: is the the actual the, the parts weren't as big as maybe expected
0: no the reason why i say this is because uh, miss scarlet would have been better being more sensual and lusty yes, yeah. but actually what we got was a bit of a bluesy, tart, yeah, odd hooker, common, yeah, almost East Enders. Hmm, there we go, Michelle Collins, Cindy Beale, yeah, but yeah. you sort of called for more, yeah, and and it's really annoying because I like Michelle Collins. I think it I like also. It I think also
1: and... Cluedo could have been because the film's a cult film, and I think that there's been a little bit lost in translation really because they was just a little bit lost in this where they could have increased that by just taking notes. Sometimes I think they just tried to. They maybe didn't put enough energy into characterization.
0: Well, exactly. Even Professor Plum, I didn't get the fact that he was a professor at all. There was no. no, no,
1: he, he no. just wore by purple. Cost, by, yeah, exactly. But, and, but, and that but, was it. That was he, it. Was,
0: he was forgettable. Yeah, definitely. And. that's quite unfortunate because you can't just wear like red or purple and assume that people know that character you've got to live that character and be that character for this particular play and I thought they just felt short Mm. and Whereas the rest of them, I mean, Mrs. White, when you think of her, you think June Whitfield. Yeah, definitely. Or, or you think Patricia Routledge or yeah. Molly Sugden. Yeah, definitely. You know? But we had a completely different Mrs. White who yeah. was very much, she felt like a bit more of a church-goer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I think that's the yeah. name. And
1: I like the um, there's some of the twists with the characters. I think there was some good characterizations where they'd done a lot of work on twisting. I mean, Reverend Green was good, or that yes. role here. Um, it was very
0: physical. Brought the energy. Yes. yes, a lot of lot That's of energy. High.
1: Overall, I think it was more Michelle Collins and Daniel Casey. It was maybe not as sort of. I suppose we expect high, and we didn't get as high as we expected. Sort Yeah, of, they let know. the
0: team down. But I must give a shout out also to Laura Kerman, who was a vet. Yes, definitely. She was funny. Yes, yeah. you knew She was exactly always on it. She was, but she just played it so right. Yes, yeah, definitely. Really. Moving on to our final segment. What the what tech is this? What do we think about it Richard what do we think
1: well technically the set was built well I think there was a lot of good use of scenery pieces and the radio moving the start the radio at the start the movement of the scenery
0: also what I love is when you're coming to see like a uh, period piece but it had that feel of yeah the Andrew sisters playing beforehand as you took your seats you know the whole atmosphere it got you in that period of 1940s in a way yeah definitely 40s 50s so the ambience there I enjoyed that
1: yeah I think it didn't feel overly technical in a good way I think there was enough on stage it didn't feel like it was out of its time so the scenery the lighting things that they did they didn't fill it with technical stuff that made you not think that it was in that time period
0: yeah they had creaking doors and um...
1: they had like yeah they had creaking doors they had had light effects and the gunshots and and, yeah I mean the the gunshots could have been louder I do think that that helps the cast to react and I think there was a couple of moments where the gunshots Shots were very quiet, and it didn't have the impact when somebody was shot that it could have done, which would have made it more of a farcical Cluedo send up, which it was branded as a spoof. And I think if you're going to do spoof, you have to go panto with sound effects to make it even more of an entertaining piece. And I think there was there was a couple of moments where the lightning wasn't loud enough, and it just adds more drama to the sort of thing. But overall, I mean, there was some funny moments where there was hands being put through one side of the set and appearing on the other mm-hmm. side of the set. And it's yeah. done cleverly by, you know, two different people doing it, but the timing was right and the physical side of it. There was a moment where a chandelier crashed onto Professor Green. and Oh, that was hello. That was done in like a, a Matrix, Matrix style slow motion,
0: wasn't it? But
1: even then, it didn't feel... It was done in the right time period and felt funny. But and, also, you
0: know. it was one of them where you knew it was padding yes. because it lasted a while, but it was so funny when and was, quite clever. That was good padding. That was, was good, yeah. It,
1: it didn't feel like it was not out of place. Yeah. Also, the last ending scene where they did a lot of recaps and rewinds, that didn't feel like padding. That felt like it was part of the production.
0: So I suppose we ought to give a shout-out to Anna Healy, who was the movement director in this. Yes, who, definitely. Who would have done all that, um, I think the choreograph. And totally I was, agree. And actually, we, because we loved the set as well, like David uh, Farley, who was a designer, yeah. and Warren Letton, the lighting designer, and and John Fiber, the sound designer, you know, they were they got they, it right. Yeah, it was a really good show yeah, for, it for what it was. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't think there was any technical issues at all.
1: No, just a few volumes. Just the there's a notice mentioned, just a few moments where there should have been more volume on, on some of the effects to give more drama. But other than that, I think you know, it was good. My point is just because you're in a house, if a gun goes off, everybody hears it. Mm. You're not in an open space, you're yes. in a closed building, and things will be a lot louder than being in a big wide open space yes they'd make me jump
0: as well as the audience now for our ratings as we say call this, this the show final thoughts and sum up what do you think
1: I think it was good I do think though it needed a lot more work on the writing side because there was a lot of padding it was entertaining but it did feel very short and I do feel like the plot could have twisted more than it did because I think it would have been more entertaining and kept people guessing a little bit more the who done it bit was good but it could have been better
0: I agree I think more could have been done between Colonel Mustard and Reverend Green yeah, they could definitely. have been a bit more slapstick in terms of finding each other going from room to room searching Yeah. And Going off, hiding, I should say. I think the padding of the setting up with a table as to who's gonna kill who, that wasn't really needed. No. And there's a few bits which I would call, and obviously, I'd say the jokes about the political thing, not really, need, unless they're gonna go anywhere. I think they could then, have been
1: written differently, they, or they could just have not. Point, got rid. I, I think
0: because they. Some of the script was
1: aimed at certain members of the of people that were visiting were affiliated to parties. Then mm. it just I think that's where the characterization and the storyline could have been worked on just to give it a bit more a bit yeah. more more strength. And that's why it didn't really have a place. I don't think.
0: But other than that, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good piece. So Richard, scores on the doors out of ten. What are you going to score this particular production of Cluedo? Well, I'd give it a six. I'm going to give it. An eight and a half. Okay. It
1: wasn't a phenomenal piece of theatre, but it was a great piece of entertainment. Agreed. So, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't see it necessarily see it again.
0: It was funny. It was great entertainment, like you say. And I think if it tickles your fancy, this kind of show, then fill your boots. I've seen it once and I don't need to go and see it again. So what sound effect will you be choosing from the following? A complete train wreck? Tumbleweed? An audible shrug of the shoulders, Uh? a slow clap, a pleasant applause, or a standing ovation. What will it be? Richard, what are you going for? I think it
1: deserves a pleasant applause. I think that just sort of about sums it up.
0: And I'm going to go for a pleasant applause as well. Um.
1: So there we are, that's our discussion of Cluedo. We hope you found it insightful.
0: If not, entertaining.
1: Coming up over the next few episodes, we'll be discussing the new production of The Homecoming,
0: The Rise and Fall of Little Voice,
1: and Boeing Boeing. (laughs) that's it for this week folks. If you'd like to drop us a message please email us at upstagedownstagepod at gmail.com.
0: Remember you can always join in the chat to share with us your views on a production. Also make sure to like and subscribe to our channel so you get every episode the second it's released and we hope you join us again for another installment of Upstage Downstage.